Okay, guys, we're at the very bottom of the top, bed of bed, the two dots. The mission has said, no say it a medris, no say it a truma, below it a kodesh. Somebody who's been carrying something that's been trampled by somebody with too much of a gufa, like a zav or something like that. So you can carry truma. We pointed out that means in another receptacle, but not kodesh. The Gemara says, kodesh my time below. What's the reason you can't carry kodesh? Mishum ma'asashaya. So this is a, because of an incident that happened. This is a, you know, something that comes up in Gemara once in a while. This idea that like, they have this Gezeira de Rabbanan because of a very specific incident that happened. And maybe you could quibble and say, well, that's not so relevant necessarily to all sorts of situations. Nonetheless, because of certain circumstances, Chazal made a, a much broader Gezeira. There was a case where there's a person who was transferring wine of Kodesh in a barrel. From one place to another. Here we go to the top of Kav Gimel. So this, and the, the strap of his uh, shoe, of his sandal, snapped. And he held it. And he placed it on top of the barrel. And apparently the barrel was open. And it slipped off. And it hung down into the airspace of the barrel. And therefore the wine became Tamei. Because of the Ritzua was Tamei. So everything inside the barrel became Tamei. Botasha Amru, at that time they said, no medris, no So at that time they said, look, we're putting an end to this. Any, and from now on, anybody who carries uh, medris can only carry truma, and that's as far as you can go, but you cannot carry kodesh. Gemara says, well, the question we've been asking the whole time, truma nami. That's the case, truma also should be prohibited. Why, like, Dafka make a distinction between kodesh and truma? Gemara says, Hamani, who is this like? Maybe Hananya ben Akavyahi. Okay, we'll see the case in a second. Another type of circumstance, another situation like this, not in terms of the specific halacha, in terms of the idea when you have a masa shahaya, and because of the masa shahaya, you have a so Rechaim and Akavya limited that particular case to the Jordan River and to a boat in accordance with that specific example. Meaning, that when you have an ex- uh, a case of Masa Jahaya, yes, it might be true that the Chachamim will make a broader Xera based on that incident, but they're also then going to limit the Xera to the particular circumstances of that incident. That's in accordance with how Rabbi Hananiah Nekavya did it. So now we take a little detour to learn that story so you can see what they're talking about. What do they mean? Uh, it says as follows. Mai, uh, so what's the case? Detanya, we learned in the Brayta. Lo yisa adam mechatate ever chatate abirem biyardeim bisvina. Person may not uh, carry or transfer the water for the paraduma or the ashes of the paraduma and transfer them uh, over the Yardin River in a boat. Now, I don't know if you've seen the Yardin River recently, you're like, boat, like, who needs boats? You better need a boat, you can like, just jump across. But back in the day, it was much broader. Okay? You can't stand on one side and throw them to the other side. You can't float them along in the river. You can't ride them on an animal. Or, or on his fellow. You can't like piggyback or something. Unless his feet are touching the ground. That's going to be the rule. But you can uh, transfer them over a bridge, and that's not problematic. I mean, they're getting, they're concerned if you want to make sure people are feet on the ground when they're transferring all these things. And it doesn't make a difference. Jordan River, other rivers, same rule. Same rule applies, says the Tanakhama. He says no. He says no. It's specifically the Jordan River, specifically in a boat, just like that case. My So what was that case? 
Damar Bidam Arav, Masa Bedam Mechashayam Avir Mechatav Eber Chatav Beyardena Bisvinam. There was a certain person transferring the water of the Paraduma, or and and or I guess it's and the ashes of the Paraduma through the Yardin on the boat. And they found a, a kezai, it sounds like a horror story. They found like a kezai of a dead corpse, I guess that's uh, repetitive, of a corpse uh, stuck in the, in the, in the, like the flooring of the boat, and that made everything tummy, so it ruined everything. And that moment they said, We're done. No, no more transferring, the, uh, transferring the, uh, this, these things this way. It's too dangerous. Okay, but the point is that that circumstance, Rabbi Chanan ibn Akavya, limited, the, circ- limited the, the scope of the law to the specific circumstances. Similarly, in our case, we're going to limit the, pro- the prohibition to transferring Kodesh as opposed to Truma. Logically, same difference. It shouldn't really matter, but because that was the case, and according to Rabbi Chanan ibn Akavya's idea, it's going to be uh, uh, limited to Kodesh. Okay, the Gemara says, Ibailu, they ask the question, Sandal Tamei Sandal Tahor Mahu. So they ask the question, how about if the sandal is tamay? That's the case we're talking about. The sandal is tamay. That's where the danger is, because you might pick up the sandal, the broken strap, and everything gets ruined based on that. But how about if the sandal is tahor? What if the sandal is, uh, is uh, tahor? Is that going to make a difference? Would that be allowed? So Mao goes to Din. Chavib tucha, chavib stumamahu. Look, the case was when the barrel was open. How about if the barrel is sealed? Would that make a difference in terms of this gzeira? Uh, furthermore, if we went ahead and did it, if we did carry these things, what would the halacha be? Would it be, uh, would it be considered to be tamay? Or it's only lechatchila, don't do it that way, but if you did, it would still be tahor. So Gemara says, uh, we didn't answer the, we're not going to answer the first two questions, but the last question we'll answer. Rabbi Ilamar imavar benasa tamay. Rabbi Lizzie says, even if it's tamay, even if you did it. Rabbi Zeyramar, avar benasa tahor. He says, no, if you did it, it ends up being tahor. So lechatchila, you can't do these things. The Mishnah is saying, so lechatchila, it would actually be Tahor, as long as nothing went wrong. Okay, so that dealt with that element. Okay, the next case in the Gemara, in the Mishnah, excuse me, was Kelim Hanigmarim Betahara, that if you complete these Kelim Betahara, etc., right, what did we say there? Also, they can use them for, uh, you put them in the mikvah, we said we automatically put them in the mikvah, but that's, uh, but that's only for Kodesh, not for, not for Truma. Okay, the Gemara says, Digamrinhu Man, who is the one who completed the Kli? Meaning, remember the idea is that a Kli can become Tameh only when it's complete. If it's an in- incomplete Kli, it doesn't become Tameh. So who's completing the Kli that we're talking about? Ilema Digamrinu Chaver, if we're saying it's a Chaver who's completing it, meaning a person who's normally meticulous about Tumantara, so Lamalu Tvila. So then why would you need to have Tvila? You're basically assuming it's Tahor anyway, so what does the Tvila accomplish? So Ella de Gamrinu Am Haaretz. It must be that the an Am Haaretz is going to do it. Well, if that's the case, Nigmarin be Tahara Karilu. But why would that be called a Kli that's being completed in the state of Tahara? Am Haaretz are not assumed to be Tahor at all. So why would you call it that? So either way, we're off. Either the, the we don't the, the din doesn't seem to be necessary, or the case seems to be uh, stated in a strange way. So Gemara says, Amar Rabba Bar Sheila, Amar Rav Matna, Amar Shmuel, Laolin de Gamrinu Chaber. So really, it's a case where the Chaber is only completed it. And it's because of the concern of Tsinora Dam Haaretz. Rashi explains Tsinora. Tsinora usually means like a pipe. Here it means this spit. The spit of the Am Haaretz. We know that roke, that like mucus from the Am from a Tame person, renders something Tame. So if you have, uh, you're worried that the Chaver completed the Kli, that maybe an Am Haaretz like spit on the uh, Kli, and that's going to, that made it Tame. Gemara says, well, okay, did not fall. Ema, when did that spit fall on the Kli? 
if it was before he completed the Kli, it's not even a Kli yet. So we don't care actually what happens to the incomplete, the incomplete uh, Kli before it happens because it, can, it can't become tummy anyways. So I don't care. Invite all the Amiharits over. He hasn't had to spit all over the thing. We don't care. So that can't be the issue. So Ella Bater de Gamre. But it, so it must be after he completed the Kli. But again, the Gemara says, if he is after he completed the Kli, Miz, Mizhar Zayrbihu. But he'll be very careful. Look, if this is a Chaber, he is considered to be meticulous about Tumantara. So he's not going to let it on the Aritz go anywhere near his Kli, right, when he, as soon as he finishes it. So again, all these cases don't seem to make sense. Mar says, no. Here's the situation. Really, it's before he completed the Kli. That's when Amaris got access and spit on it. That's a very specific circumstance. Maybe at the time that he completed the Kli, that spit, that mucus, whatever, is still on there, and it's still moist. And if it's still moist at the time, so it's like hanging out on this, like, I don't know, piece of whatever, and it wasn't doing any harm at the time. But once he makes that final, like, boom, and, like, completes the Kli, if that stuff, if the spit is still sitting there and still moist, it does render it tame. So that's the very specific circumstance that we're concerned about. Okay. Fine. Fine. So far, is it good? Okay. So Gabarna says, okay, now there's another detail here that's interesting, is that the Mishnah says you have to put the Kli in the mikvah. So it says, Tevila in Ha'ariv Shemesh Lo. That yes, it needs to go into the mikvah, but it does not seem to mean this need this Ha'ariv Shemesh. Ha'ariv Shemesh means oftentimes when we, well, certainly it's true for people, if a person's time, let's say for a day, they can go to the mikvah during the daytime, and then they have to wait till nightfall. Ha'ariv Shemesh means like the, like the word Erev, right? You have to wait till the night, till like basically the sun sets, and then that timing, like, you know, that allows you to be Tahor. So it's the mikvah plus the timing. Question is, the assumption would be maybe when it comes to the Kli, you have the same requirement. Put it in the mikvah and you have to wait till nightfall. Telling no. The implication from the Mishnah is all you need is tefillah, but you don't need to wait for nightfall. It's tahor right away. You can use it right away. So Gemara says, Matnitin de lok So if that's the case, the Mishnah must not be in accordance with the opinion of Rabbi Lazar. Okay, and that's going to be the rest of the Ummah to figure out why it's not like Rabbi Lazar. How so? Um, if we learn in a Mishnah in Masath Park, Shvoferet shechatcha lechatat. Okay, have a little shvoferet. That shvoferet is a little tube. Okay, and you're cutting the tube here for the right You cut it for the chatat. Meaning you're gonna to try to uh, gather in some like ashes to store in a little bit of tube for uh, and throw in this tube for the chatat. Meaning for the paraduma, the paraduma ashes. Okay, so this little tube that you have, it's a kli, and we're gonna just figure out what to do with the kli. So what do we do? So in Mishnah says, Rabbi says you should immediately put it in the mikvah right when you finish it. Um, you put it in the mikvah. Okay? Rabbi Yeshua Omer, Rabbi Yeshua says a very wacky thing. He says, uh, or seemingly, Omer, First you make a tame, and then you put it in the mikvah. So you're like, that's weird. So like, why would you like, would you purposely make a tame and then put it in the mikvah? So, so if you look at Rashi and Yitbo Miyad, it's actually a very funny Rashi. Uh, not ha-ha funny, but he says, Yitbo Miyad, he says, Ve'en sarich acheret. He says, you don't have to make it tame from another source. It's like, what, what are we even talking about? So let's get a little perspective here. The Gemara will help us. So Gemara says, The Gemara says, we asked a question about this. Who did the cutting of this tube? I think, again, that renders it like a cleave. If it's a chaver who did it, Why do I have to put in a mikvah at all? It's tahor. It must be that the amba'aretz is the one who cut it. Okay, so Baha Lema Rabbi Yeshua Yitma Yitame Vitbo. Uh but here the Gemara says, 
Rabbi Yeshua should say he has to make a tame and then put and then dip it in the mikvah. Ha tame v'kai, but it's already tame and standing. It's already tame from before. Again, amia arets are assumed to basically render these things to be tame. So again, both it's a very similar case with issue we're having the whole time here. Like the, either the halacha doesn't make sense or the circumstance doesn't make sense. So, so, so that doesn't really, really work so well. So the Amar Rabbi Barshela, Amar Abanda, Amar Shmuel, the Olam de Chadcha Chaver. He said, No, really, it's that Chaver did it. So what's the issue here? What's going on here? When Bishum Tinora de Am Haaretz, de Am Haaretz, and the same thing we have before. You guys see a lot of repetition here of the previous idea. Okay, it's the same concern of the Tinora de Am Haaretz. Gemara says, "Did not fall, Ema? When did this spit fall? Ilaimim bekami de lechtecha." Uh, if it's before he cut it, halav manahu. It wasn't a mana, It wasn't a clean in the first place, so it wasn't. It wouldn't be tamei at all. The elobarda bechatra. So it must be after he cut it. But again, mizhar zariba. But he would be careful with it, so it wouldn't be tamei. So either way, No, really, it's like we said before. It's before he cut it. Diuma be'ida dechatra dain lachi. Excuse me. So maybe before, um, it, it, it should be at the time that he cut it, it was uh, it was still uh, moist, and that would render it tamei. Fine. So we have this machloka. We don't really totally understand what what's going on there, but we know there's a machloka. Rabbi Lazar versus Rabbi Shua. Rabbi Shua says you have to make a tummy and put a mikvah, and Rabbi Lazar says all you have to do is put a mikvah. Now, okay. The, 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 we're trying to point out that our Mishnah presumably is against Rabbi Lazar, right? As we're saying, our Mishnah is not be not like Rabbi Lazar because we're saying all you need is mikvah and no ha'ar of shemesh, no ha'ar of shemesh. Okay. So what's going on here? So Gemara says. As follows. Bishamala Rabbi Yeshua. Uh, uh, the, mm, yeah. Rabbi Yeshua. So it works well for Rabbi Yeshua. Again, Rabbi Yeshua who said that you normally have to, excuse me, in this case, with the uh, tube for the, uh, the, uh, the, the ashes of the, of the paraduma, we're going to have to make a tummy purposely and then put in the mikvah. Why? Hainu di'ika haikeira litzidukin. In that case, it will be very clear what the hacker will be, like the noticeable element for the tzedukim. Remember that there was a group of people called the tzedukim, the Sadducees, and they kind of argued with the Purushim, which are like Chazal, about lots of areas of Allah. And often we would have things that we would do, davka, to show that we're not doing things the way the tzedukim would do them. So what are we talking about here? So it's a lot of unknown. So it's not, we learned in the Mishnah. Mitamin hayuatakohen hasarifatapara. Okay, so what we used to do is as follows. They had a Kohen who would have to burn the paraduma, and that's how you get the ashes to then be able to use them to be matahir people who became Tamimit. Okay? The Tzedukim said that person who did that would require Ha'arev Shemesh. In order to perform this thing, he would have to... Uh, go to the mikvah and wait for nightfall before he could get involved. When it came, but what, what, what we wanted to show was that the Parishim didn't agree with that. They didn't think he needed Harav Shemesh. All he needed to do was go to the mikvah. So they would purposely make the Kohen who's going to be involved, Tameh, then they'd put him in the he go in the mikvah, and immediately afterwards he would burn the Paraduma. Okay? Just to, in the face of the Tzedukim to show you don't need Harav Shemesh. Well, make him Tameh, Make him tahor, and then immediately be able to do it. Okay, so that was the idea. So when it comes to Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua says we did the exact same thing when it comes to this tube. When it comes to the tube, they make we make a tame, make a tahor by putting in a mikvah, and then after that we use it right away to put the ashes of paraduma. 
So that we understand Rabbi Shua's opinion, because Rabbi Shua, therefore, is this guy who's going to uh, uh, be concerned about that, so he's doing that. But it works well if you say that in general we require Then there's a hacker for the Tudukim over here and that you don't require her Arab Shemesh. But But if you don't if in general you don't require a hacker, I'm sorry, Arab Shemesh. What would be noticeable about what you're doing for the tzedukim? Okay, for the tzedukim. Let's look at Rashi for a second. Okay, look at Rashi. A couple of Rashi's here. Bishmal Rabbi Shua. says, Bishmal Rabbi Shua, Hamatri Chalitamei, who requires us to be Matami, the item of this tube. Hainu di'ika heker litzedukim, sharetim uhu tumag mura. Because they made it really Tamei, and then he tzricha, hatzricha harav shemesh, which requires nightfall. Bekan yishtam shubat tvulat yom, havi heker. But here they're not going to do that. They're going to only do it uh, just by going to the mikvah right away. And it's very clear why it's against the tzedukim. Elal Rabbi Lazar she'ino matzricha latumazo, but Rabbi Lazar only requires the tumah itself. Um, he says, meaning you don't have to do a special tumah. He says, That generally speaking, like in our case, remember, remember well, it's all because of our case, that we said regular kalim that, that are created, you put them in the mikvah, and our Mishnah said you can use them right away, right, without Ha'ariv Shemesh. So then, um, so that's against Rabbi Lazar. Why is it against Rabbi Lazar? Because for Rabbi Lazar, in the case of the tube of the of the Paradumo ashes, there needs to be a hacker for the Tzedukim. Well, what's the hacker going to be? If it's that, generally speaking, you don't require Ha'ariv Shemesh, and then in the case of the Paraduma tube, you also don't require Ha'ariv Shemesh, so that's just acting like you normally act. That's not again. Doesn't look. Nothing looks out of the ordinary. So the tzedukim wouldn't learn anything from that. The people wouldn't learn anything about how the, you know, whether we're right or the tzedukim are right. But if Rabbi Lazar generally thinks that you require her Arab shemesh, and only in the case of the special case of the tube of the paraduma stuff, you don't require Arab shemesh. Ah, so that's a hacker for the tzedukim right, against the tzedukim. So as a show, in this very like difficult way, we've now shown that generally speaking, Rabbi Lazar doesn't think we, excuse me, thinks that we require her Arab Shemesh, generally speaking, just not here. So our Mishnah, which is saying, all you got to do is put in the mikvah, and you don't have to do Arab Shemesh, that's against the opinion of Rabbi Elazar. How does that make sense? Okay, we'll stop there.